When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Well, we're back. And uh, next we have uh, one of the country's uh, best and leading economists that we have with us, Larry Kudlow. How are you, Larry? I'm great, John. How are you? Good. I'm trying to find out. This is the end of the week again. We talk every every Friday and, and the world goes up, the world goes down. Where the heck are we? Yeah, that's a heck of a good question. Actually, that you always ask me that question, and with the passage of each week, the question becomes more and more important. Um, look, at, let me just say a couple things. A very good week for stocks, but probably because the Federal Reserve did nothing but rhetoric in its meeting on Wednesday, the so-called tightening, one quarter of one percentage point. Uh, They're still buying bonds. They're still printing money. They're still reluctant to take aggressive actions like 50 basis points or 100 basis points. And I just noticed the stock market rallied on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. And I think that had a lot to do with it. Uh, Jim Bullard of the St. Louis Fed and Chris Waller on the board are both crying out for more aggressive policies. Look at the inflation numbers. Uh, for the month of February, right, CPI up 8%, PPI up 10%, import prices up 11%, and the Fed raised rates by one quarter of 1%. Utterly futile. And by the way, they're still buying bonds. In fact, they're still buying mortgage bonds, even though home prices are through the roof. So I'll stop there. That's one point. And in What's happening? Are home prices going to stay about the same or with the rising prices of a, of a mortgage? The mortgage is over 4% already. Will the price of the homes drop? Yeah, well, the mortgage is over 4 and the inflation rate is about 10 So it's still cheap money. It's, uh, you know, real a real mortgage rate is minus six percentage points. So there's no reason why mortgage, why home prices aren't going to con- continue. The Fed is not taking the punch ball away. Look, some other stuff. Retail sales came out. They're booming. They're booming. They're up 18% over the past 12 months. Well, that's uh, about, include, But that includes inflation. Yeah. Well, and, and don't forget, I, I told the all, uh, I told Steve Moore, I told uh, uh, Steve Forbes, Food prices over the next 45 to 60 days, 12 to uh, 20 percent increases in addition to where we are now. And I, I, I advise them that they have to buy their Oreo cookies mm. because where can you get a better investment than 12 to 20 percent over the next 20 days, uh, over the next 40 days, 50 days? Yeah, well, uh, inflation is moving towards 10 percent. I prefer wheat thins myself, <laughs> <laughs> particularly the, the low the low calorie Wheat thins, Lydia. Um, <laughs> look, uh, so retail sales up eighteen percent, about half inflation, half real. Industrial production, by the way, manufacturing was up very strong. 
It's about 7% year on year. Uh, but inflation is roaring. Uh, so companies are still profitable, and the Fed's not taking away the punch bowl. And as far as the, you know, that's going to be a story for a while. Um, I wouldn't bet the ranch on it because I think we're going to go into a stagflation period, and then we're going to go into recession. But the recession is not this year. The recession is not going to be this year. I agree. And uh, the, the, the next big question is, I know what the Fed said, but you know the Fed has been partially politicized. So are they going to raise rates after the election or before the election? And, and be, if it's before the election, maybe it's going to be small, minuscule amounts. Well, I think – I don't think midterms mean that much to the Fed. Um, you know, we got well, you, You're talking crazy. history. I'm talking this year. Yeah, well, history sometimes informs the yeah. present. Look, we got rid of we got rid of Sarah Bloom Raskin. We knocked her out. She you did a great awful. job. You you so, led the pack. You were the mm-hmm. leader of the pack. Well, I had some help bell, from to me, mm-hmm. and I yeah. had some help from Joe Manchin. But we got rid of her, so that's good. Um, the others are going to get through. I don't know. One of them wants slavery reparations. Uh, you know, it's a weak Fed. There's no Paul Volcker in sight. Let's face it. But I do think, in answer to your question that the actual inflation numbers, which are going to get worse uh, rather than easier, will force them into a much more aggressive posture, much more. And you're already seeing dissent developing uh, from the St. Louis Bank. And I think Bullard's protege, uh, Waller, Chris Waller and the board, there'll be more of those coming. So they're going to have election or not. They're going to have to take a much uh, more aggressive uh, position. And then, look, John, the other news is uh, Biden talked to Xi today. Nobody knows what they said. I mean, nobody knows what they said. It's a very bizarre story. And Biden is saying, you know, you better not help Russia with any additional financing or materials help. And if you do help them, there'll be severe consequences. But there's no red line in the sand. So to me, that's just meaningless rhetoric. I don't know what China's going to do, but I doubt very much whether they're going to run up against Putin. And the worst story this week, the single worst story, is the continued reports that we are very close, U.S., to a new nuclear deal with Iran. This is utter insanity. This is the worst thing I have ever seen. Iran, which hates America, which hates Israel, our staunchest ally, which hates Saudi Arabia, which is an ally. And in this deal, we're going to give a $10 billion carve-out to Russia in order to build a nuclear facility of some kind in Iran. So while we're sanctioning Russia over Ukraine— We're going to give them $10 billion? $10 billion carve-out. So there are no sanctions for this Russian— construction of an Iranian nuclear plant, whether it's for peaceful uses or nuclear uses. You can bet it's going to be for nuclear war uses because it's Iran and they lie. But how in the world do you make a deal with America's biggest enemy, with Israel's biggest enemy, and give Russia $10 billion? But why, Larry Kudlow? That is is mind-boggling. Why? It is mind-boggling. 
you have to go and scratch, you know, ask Joe Biden, ask John Kerry, ask Anthony Blinken. This is counter to America's interests, counter to our security interests, counter to our energy. And wait a second, it gets even better. We will, as part of this deal, declassify the Revolutionary Guard. These are the thugs and killers that finance Hamas and Hezbollah, and they themselves kill people uh, in the Middle East. They kill uh, Israelis routinely, Iraqis, and so forth. We're going to take their terrorist classification away. Oh, my God. So they're not going to be terrorists anymore. So given $10 billion to Russia, remove the terrorist classification from the Revolutionary Guard, and reward Iran that wants death to America and death to Israel. It is the most, the worst foreign policy story I've ever heard. Honestly, Larry Kudlow, you you have floored me. I cannot believe all this stuff. Uh, I mean, at what point did the American people realize that that Joe Biden is crossing the line? I think that, you know, because it's being done in the midst of the Ukrainian war and it's being done supposedly uh, quietly away from public view. Look, I recommend, uh, uh, Lydia, get John on the website of the New York Sun is the article that I wrote. And it's also on on Fox Business and Fox News websites as well. This is an incredible blunder by the United States, by Biden and Kerry and that gang. It is utterly insane. It'll be the worst foreign policy decision, I don't know, in the last hundred years. That is unbelievable. What can we do, Larry Kudlow, to make sure this doesn't happen? Just like you led the charge with Kill the Bill, with Raskin, now you're leading the charge with this. How can we here at WABC help not let this happen? You all need to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it tomorrow morning. Um, you and John, you need to talk about it. We're, we're going to have Larry is on every Saturday morning from 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock on WABCradio.com worldwide and in, in the local areas, 770 on the AM dial. This needs to be a treaty. They're modifying the pre-existing deal. This needs to be a yes. treaty. It needs to that go before correct. the Senate. It also feels correct. like Barack Obama might have some role in this, too. What's the well, end game here? To, Why? They're going to try to bypass. They're going to try to bypass the Senate. But that should 49 Republicans already have a resolution. This must not be. This should go through the advice and consent of the Senate. And again, on the radio, kids, you got to talk about it and educate people so they'll get up in arms. Over. We will do it. Do your research. Uh, get the, uh, the gonna, Sun gonna, newspaper. I'm, yeah, I'm going to get Larry Kudlow's we'll article. Discuss it again uh, over the weekend on Monday. Absolutely. Larry yeah. Kudlow, thank you for everything Thanks. you do. God bless you. And Thanks. I'll be listening tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. Thanks, John. Thank Bye. You. Let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, we have a new military expert that's going to give us some revelations.